0: Welcome to the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast, where we go over exactly what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in Houston. Welcome. We are here with Dr. Sandy Rigsby, and we're going to be talking all about West University. Uh, how are you doing?
1: Hello, I'm doing great.
0: Doing good. Um, do you want to do a quick intro, or uh, do we just want to jump right into it?
1: Um, I guess super quick. I can kind of talk about my journey back to Houston. Um, you know, I was born in, uh, well, I was raised in California, came here to go to college at Rice, stayed here for medical school, and then thought it was too hot and went back to California, um, which is very lovely, but kind of hard to raise a family. So I find myself back here in Houston, settled, and this is where I've, um, kind of set up my roots.
0: So, and what type of know. physician?
1: Uh, anesthesiologist.
0: Anesthesiologist, and you work um, right there in the Bell Area, which we'll get into a little bit. Um, so, where in California did you live?
1: Um, well, I grew up in the Bay Area, so uh, Silicon Valley, San Francisco, and then when I went back, I moved back to San Diego.
0: Gotcha, yeah. I knew we had some similarities, because I lived in San Diego for a long time, too, Um and again, like California is great, uh, living on the coast. As long as you're like the southern or the southern coastal area of California, I think it's fantastic. But trying to raise a family, um, living expenses, it's just it's it's crazy. So um, I do I do like Houston. Um, so is that the main reason you moved back to Houston? Was just to be able to kind of afford it, raise a family, or what was kind of the drive to come back to Houston?
1: Um. The first one was, it was the job market. Um, believe it or not, despite California being more expensive, the pay was less. So once, before I had kids, no big deal. I mean, whatever. I would just work a lot. But once I had kids, I realized I needed more time with them. So it was it was actually one night on call, a spontaneous decision at 2 a.m. I realized I can't live here anymore. Um, I can't afford it. I can't work like this. And so I called a friend, he had a job. And when he kind of told me about it, I was like, are you kidding me? I am going to work um, 60% less for the same pay. So, you know, sign me up. And then additionally, my parents also live here in Houston. And once I had kids, it's just, you need backup sometimes. And that would that was nice.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So how long have you now been back in Houston?
1: 2012. So that's 11 years.
0: Now, did you move to West University right away, or did you try someplace else first?
1: Um, I did. Uh, I moved here right away because this is the area that I know, because I went to Rice and and trained in the medical center, so this was called West University, (laughs) so west of Rice, and um, I just love the houses here, Um, and I couldn't, and then I had heard it was a really good school, so yeah, this is where I, this is the first house that I bought when I got here.
0: And oh, that's perfect. That works out really nice. So you've been there 11 years. So so you've probably seen a lot of changes. There's a lot of stuff going on, especially recently, huh?
1: Yeah, it is. A lot of, like, mostly Upper Kirby. I think Westview has pretty much stayed the same since I remembered it many, many years ago. But mm-hmm. Upper Kirby's changed a lot. Like, so the surrounding areas.
0: Yeah. Downtown.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah no, it was, um, I just think that there's, it just seems like there's, more people right um it just seems like there's just a lot more traffic going through there um you know when i when we drive through there either through the the various restaurants and stuff like that it just always seems like it's it's busier um it's just a lot more there's a lot more stuff going on in there um what would you say about the entertainment options there
1: um i think there's tons i think Um, people don't talk about the Houston museum scene very much, but it's amazing actually. And so we spend lots of time there, especially when the kids were younger, they're kind of older now, so they don't, they're a little bit less interested, but I think that'll kind of wrap around again when they want to go with their friends. But yes, um, I think they have like every, every museum there, um, easy to get to. You just go there and you can like have your choice. Um. And then we have all the sports teams, um, and tons and tons of restaurants. A restaurant's the other kind of uh, big scene here. I feel that um, they do super well.
0: So. Absolutely. Okay. Now, how old are the kids?
1: They One just turned 14 and one's 11.
0: 14 and 11. Yeah, so would they have a favorite maybe, you know, when they were um, – That's yeah, I guess they are kind of in that age. Like our kids still love the – Museums and stuff like that, but you can start to sense that they're getting a little bit kind of Away from that. Um, did they have a favorite when when they were growing up or when they were maybe you know a while ago? Um,
1: I think they all love the children's museum at that younger age four to Seven ish and then they moved to the science museum uh, the natural sciences as their favorite Mine too. That's awesome
0: Is That the, your favorite too. Um, well, we went to one, um, I think it is the science. Is that where they have the dinosaur um, bones yeah. Exp- displays? Yeah. yeah, I think that's a fun one. Um, I think they have a, like entertainment or, or like night events, right? Where they'll, they'll open it up and they they'll do. have people in for for drinks and hors d'oeuvres or, or different kind of things. So that's always kind of a, a little different thing to um, even for adults, right? If you want to just kind of go out for a date or something like that you kind of kinda let in some of the go ahead
1: can't forget the zoo and the zoo
0: oh that's true yeah you you're right in the middle of everything right there and then you got the um you got the park right you got herman park there yeah. um have you ever taken the train through herman park
1: all the time we would ride it all the time we yeah. found little ways to like kind of do it for free i mean it's not like you know <laughs> if you yeah. hop on at certain areas you can like ride half of it and Because I rode it so much, it was just like very easy to do. Oh yeah, like 50 times at least.
0: Kids love trains. I don't know where that comes from, right? It's just wherever wherever we go, they want to do a train. We've done the train in Herm Park. And then um, the the train, um, we always go to these like, I guess it's coming up about that time, right? Around uh, the Halloween, right? They've got those pumpkin patches and then they'll always have those kind of um, tractor train types of things where you're, where they're pulling you around. And kids always just get a big kick out of that. So um, it's a very easy place where you are, where you've got easy access to. And, and in some cases you can probably walk, right? Or um, how far is it to Herman Park from where you are?
1: So we um, we can't walk to Herman Park. We can, I think the closest thing we can walk to is probably the Rice Village. Um,
0: okay. Is, is our,
1: yeah. Um, but speaking for us, it's like one road. It's like one, you know, you get on one street, you drive down, and you're there. It's still very
0: easy. Yeah, no, it is very easy. Um, speaking of the Rice Village, what about restaurants? Um, do you have any favorite restaurants in Rice Village, or are your favorite restaurants other places?
1: You know, I find that the restaurant scene changes so much. Like, restaurants are always popping in and out. Like, so... You know, we love going to Copa. there. We love different Italian places. Um, we love going to Chinatown to eat. And they're always kind of changing too, but um, Peking Duck and Fang's Dim Sum. And they have a very good Chinatown, actually.
0: Yes, they do. Um, do you do any of the markets in Chinatown or just tend to stick to the restaurants? Uh
1: do all like we go shopping i, I buy groceries there china town's the best place to get fruits and vegetables um and seafood so yes and i don't know we like most of the restaurants that we try a different one every time i can't even name them we just sort of like you know yeah. walk down the each of the strip malls and try different ones um you know if it just kind of we can kind of tell if it, the, they're authentic and
0: yeah. No, you can, it's so funny. I remember, um, obviously with Susan and then her mom and they'll, I don't know any of the names either. So, um, it's funny cause Popo just takes us and you know, it's either, she'll say it's, it's next to this or it's next to that. Yeah. And then like you're saying, you can tell which ones are good because for me, I have no idea. And a lot of times the, the signs are all in, in Chinese or, or whatever. And You'll see a line coming out of one, and it looks like the same or similar type of food, and you've got a line out of one, and then the other place is basically deserted. So it's like, okay, well, we should wait for that one because clearly Always. that's the one. That's the one that's good. Um, and so yeah, there's just a ton of ton of choices. Um, we've done a variety of different dim sum places. I should figure out the names sometime and actually make a little list because. Popo's got all of that stuff on on lock. I mean, she just like, she's got the whole, whole scene exactly. You know where to go, when to go. You know, and then she gets there, and then she knows the people, and so it makes it so much easier. Um, so, do you do you maybe prefer some of the Chinatown restaurants, or like if you were going to name your top three, what would you, what would you say?
1: Um, maybe I guess Peking Duck. And then, to be honest, I don't know the names of the other ones. I'm where I'm like Popo. Yeah, (laughs) I just go. It's that one. Yeah, (laughs) that place.
0: (laughs) I know, I know. I'm gonna get some of the names and and put them in some in the comments because, yeah, I'm. I I think this is the first time we've talked about Chinatown, um, and I think there's so many things going on there, right? Like, and then. Like in crawfish season, they've got places that kind of a mix of, of Asian flavors and, and Creole or Cajun. And like, they've got some of the best, um, crawfish, and then they'll do the different seasonings on a variety of fish and seafood. So it's, it's always delicious in there. Um, let's see. Oh, it's so right where you are. So you've got a short commute to Bel Air, right? You got a short commute to your, to your office, your clinic, um, What's that like? I mean, is that one of the kind of reasons did you start working where you're working now? Is that why you kind of the combo reason of why you picked West University or did you originally were based someplace else? Um,
1: so I was based somewhere else. I actually got the job first and it was actually up in Kingwood. Oh. Um, So I worked in Kingwood for several years, um, because it was a really good job for my family, um, so, I went to see the area, um, and it's a nice area, but it's not for me. Um, I right. just prefer something different um, and so I made the commute actually like Westview to me was like that appealing that I still had the job, and then I would drive in um, the thirty miles up fifty nine which isn't so bad with anesthesia hours, but I did
0: that. Well, yeah, let's talk about that. So, how was that commute? So, it's about 30 miles, um, up 59, and then you have you have a variety of hours, or when, what at would that commute be like? Um,
1: so, you know, that, that was a different job than I have now. You know, it was a hospital job, so I worked long hours. I took calls, um, and in the morning, you know, when you're leaving at 6, there's no traffic. It's a 30-minute drive, 30 miles, 30 minutes, easy. Um, the hospital's right off the freeway. And then I live very close to the freeway as well. So, um, very few side streets, just 59. Um, you know, maybe, maybe five times in the seven, seven, eight years I worked there, was there like a, an actual like shutdown due to traffic. It was not common that time in the morning. Uh, coming back was about an hour. It was not fun. I did not like it. Um, and then the worst part was if I was on call um, and I'd have to, like, kind of be at risk of going back and forth um, in the day. Because if you try to drive back to Kingwood in the afternoon, um, that's a very long drive. Very, very long. Drive. Yeah. Maybe gotcha. at least an hour, if not more. Okay. And getting worse, so like you're, it got you worse
0: yeah, no, and it's probably it's probably more now, right? I mean, even though they're sort widen certain areas and stuff, but it's probably it's probably more now. Um, so your commute to Bel Air that's super simple, right? So, um, where do you work in Bel Air?
1: It's called First Street Hospital, and it's right it's right close to six ten. Um, and for me, the mile I think the commute is a mile and a half, so oh. it can take me. In the morning, five minutes, right. and then in the afternoon, maybe eight or seven.
0: So you probably just ride your bike, right?
1: I could if if I had a bike. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. Especially not now. You'd never. I mean, that would just be awful. Um, so that's got to be super convenient, right? Mile and a half. Um, yeah, that's what is amazing. If you had to work at some other places, what would that commute like? like? If you had to work in the med center or maybe some of the other facilities around town? Um, again, being super super central, they're probably all pretty straightforward.
1: They are all pretty straightforward. We occasionally cover Pasadena, and what I mean occasionally, like once a month. So very rare. That's 30 minutes. That's probably the longest area I have to drive. So that's bad. Um, But again, you know, we that's maybe once every month, once every two months. Um, I cover another facility. I don't know if you know where the Central Market is here in town. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a mile, easy. So that's a little more, I guess you call it, I don't know if that's Upper Kirby.
0: Um,
1: And then one other facility we cover is a memorial, like kind of a little bit on like by Ikea up there. Um,
0: okay.
1: There's a mall I-10 up area, there, yeah. that area. And so that is in the morning, maybe almost 15 minutes.
0: Okay. Um,
1: I don't ever work in the med center, but if I have to go to the med center as a patient, um, it's very easy to get there, maybe 10, 10 minutes or so. Um, right. Then another 10, 15 for parking. So
0: that's, yeah, that, so that's that probably center. is the worst part of that, right? Um, yeah, I think for anybody listening, I mean, to hear that you've got so many places that are all less than a half hour, half hour or less. So if you're in Westview, um, you're really, first of all, you're central to Houston. So you've got, you've got access to, to all the museums, tons of restaurants, whether they be in upper Kirby or Heights. Um, you've got a lot of stuff right there. A lot of reasons to live in West university. Um, what about the schools? Um, did your did your boys go to public school or, or where did you send where'd you send the kids
1: so they did they went to public school all their elementary years from kindergarten to fifth and we have our own elementary school West University elementary school um, it is amazing we loved it we loved it for the kids um, it was a great neighborhood school um, which is really great because all the students that live within maybe I guess a mile or maybe a mile and a half so all the friends that they're making are kids that they can just pop over and see like we we met many friends within walking distance to our house and then you know if you know working parents it's always hard to coordinate but everyone could look out for each other you just knew all the kids so you saw a kid you're like well it was raining and they called us once because it flooded and some, lots of parents were working and I happened to be off that day. And I saw two kids waiting in the rain that were friends. I'm like, I'm just taking them to my house. You know, mom can come pick them up when, when she can get off work and stuff like that. Um,
0: yeah.
1: it is really, yeah, that's really nice to have in a neighborhood school. You know, the teachers, you know, the principal, it's a big school. There's 10 classes of each grade, but, um, Oh, wow. Yeah. It's huge. Big. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, so, but it's fine. um,
0: any any special programs in the school um, or anything else going on in, in elementary school? Do they have different language programs or do they have anything like that?
1: I think it's just as far as that. It's that's the HISD, so it's whatever you know, whatever they have. Um, anything that's extra was provided by the PTO, um, which is, is a huge organization at our school, um, and. So they've just provided you know lots of great activities um, of of all kinds. Like,
0: gotcha. yeah. what other activities um, do the kids do? Do they are they involved in sports or music or what other programs do you have in your area?
1: When they were young, they played Westview Little League, and if you like baseball, that's that's a, a fun thing to do. Um, they don't do that anymore. Um, they did martial arts. Um, they have a Krav Maga close by. It's a nice program for kids. Um they there's a swim team at West U So that's mm. a summer swim league that um, they did called the Piranhas. Um and again very convenient and all the neighborhood kids would do it. Um what else did they do? Yeah and they have they played soccer. They kinda tried a little bit of everything. Um it's close to the Y M C A and they had the basketball. Um again, they don't do any of this anymore. Oh, and piano lessons.
0: How long do they do piano lessons?
1: Ugh, not long enough. They quit <laughs> sadly. Sue. But they won't practice, so I nixed it.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, Sue did piano for a while, and her mom. I just love talking to her mom sometimes, and she's like, "Sue used to play so beautifully," <laughs> and then you know <laughs> she doesn't play anymore. So. I do. Uh, think it's, I don't know. Maybe it's what was that thing.
1: we all have to That's do it. To piano. I did it. I made my kids do it. But
0: Yeah. I don't do know. They, they, do they wish good. they played an instrument now? Um Abby's trying to learn guitar kinda sorta, but um Um
1: Maybe because my younger one, he's a sixth grader now, he's in middle school. Um but they he they have an a music collective and he seems to like it. So if he wants to continue it on his own and he shows me he's truly interested i'm happy to sign them up for something else
0: yeah did does he is he leaning towards an instrument now or
1: it just started like last
0: week so okay we'll see yeah he's
1: like and eh. he's been really the bass and the drums you know cool guy stuff
0: <laughs> yeah that'd be good so how is the middle school are you liking the middle school
1: we are so we did not go to the public middle school um the public middle school is HISD, and it's very, very big. Um, and okay. it wasn't right for my older kid, um, who's just, you know, he's kind of like a nerdy kid, and and it just wasn't the right place for him. So we ended up putting them in private school. So they're at the Emory Wiener School, which is close by.
0: Okay, and so um, then you just have to take them. You have to drive them yourselves there. And how 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 long is that commute? Um.
1: It's good. It's maybe about in the morning, 12, about 12 minutes. I think it's five miles away.
0: Okay. Now, did you consider other private schools or is that one kind of based on location or there a certain curriculum? What, what kind of led you to that Um, one?
1: Honestly, we applied to a bunch of schools. Um, It was during pandemic. We didn't see any other, they didn't let us on campus. And this was the only school that let us on campus. So I think when you go to a tour, you have a great time. My son fell in love with it, and he's like, I love this place. So, I don't know. We just put him there. And then, because one's there, then the other joined him.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, I can't imagine two different kids, two different places. Um, I mean, yeah, if you can avoid that. Um, So, how big is that school?
1: They have about 80 to 90 per class.
0: 80 to 90 per class.
1: And it goes through high school.
0: Oh, so it goes all the way through high school then. Yeah. Okay. It's Very a good nice. school.
1: It's a good school. Like they do a lot of um, small classes. You know, uh, 10, 12, 15 kids in the class. The teachers know them really well. It's a lot of discussion based learning, and my kids are super chatty, so it it works well for them.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, I. Daniel's like that. Um, he just loves to ask different questions. He asks some of the best questions. It, it just amazes me sometimes when we're sitting in the car, and um, I think the discussion-based, just sitting there and kind of having to regurgitate different things is, is difficult. I think it's better if you can kind of go back and forth, and, and you have to have a certain type of teacher for that, right, because some teachers just want to talk and yeah. tell versus really kind of dive into certain things. So um, yeah, it sounds like a, a, a neat program i would enjoy that. Um, one of the things I want to get into a little bit later is is just how much you travel, and your kids are always with you traveling. And so, do they have? Do you get some more freedom with a private school as far as taking them out and and going places, or 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 not?
1: Um. Yes, we do. There's no. It's unlike you know the HISD's the public school. You. It's a big deal if you miss school, right? They don't get paid, and I get it. So we try not to do that. So now that they're... This is their first year, though. They're both in private school. So we are already planning one trip. And we don't take them out a lot. Just It's just been like one or two days here and there. Um, this school, um, it is a Jewish school. Um, they don't, you know, they don't go to... Well, anyways, the, the, my point is that they have holidays that are all different um especially gotcha. in the spring and gotcha. um we're going to take those times to take some trips
0: awesome um let me see i wanted to ask you i, I try to write these things down but then i am trying to listen um well let's go into the pros and cons and then i want to loop back to, to some of the travel stuff um what would you say are the are the pros about living in westview
1: Um, my favorite is the community. It's like a small town. Um, and it's a small town with a lot of, um, diverse. Um, and it's a lot of people that are similar to our family, meaning like a lot of like working parents, a lot of people that work in the medical community because it's so close to the med center. Um, so I like that. And then there, it's just really easy to like meet people, um, uh, we have our own little downtown where it's kind of like that old school, like I guess uh, burger joint kind of thing, where kids can just walk there from the elementary school. I mean, fifth graders mostly, not, we're not talking like kindergarten, but once they're a little bit older, yes, um, I'll give them like five dollars and they can walk over there after school. They can get nicey and hang out with their friends a little bit. Um, it's very safe and secure in that sort of in in the central area Um, and it's just full of families so a lot of great community Um, we have great services like the police ambulance uh, um, fire truck is all ours in Westview and they cover only our little city Um, so they're very accessible like the city hall is very accessible the mayor's great she's one of the big pros you know, just someone that gets things done, makes things happen, and, um, you know, you can talk to them.
0: And what's her name?
1: Uh, Susan Sample.
0: Susan Sample. So do you, do you talk with her a lot? Do you get, to, you get to meet the mayor a lot there? Is that kind of a part of a thing? Well,
1: she's just another mom at West University Elementary School, you know? So, yeah, our kids were in class together.
0: <laughs> Fantastic.
1: And I think that's really important because then that's someone who, who knows what's well, important and, you know, pro, like the parks, you know, all the things that are all about families and kids, when you, know, you have a mayor that has a family and kids and is in the community, just living with us, then they're able to like find the best things for the community.
0: Absolutely. So you talk about parks. Are there a lot of parks kind of sprinkled through West U?
1: Yeah, there's lots of parks. It's great parks for kids. They're little playgrounds. Yeah. They're well-kept. Um, you know, they don't play at them anymore. So.
0: Right. No, but, I, know. I know.
1: But when they did, yes. They're every I think every, everyone has a walkable park. Some are little. Yeah, but fun. that's good. I want them little because I don't want them running all over the place. So it's good.
0: No, very good. Very good. Um, what would you say are some of the cons?
1: Well, I think it's cost. It's expensive. Um, I think when people talk about moving back to Texas, you, you oh, your house could be real cheap. You can get a huge place for like a cheap price. Um, which is not true in Westview. I got a not so big place with a tiny yard.
0: Right. Fairly expensive. (laughs) So is yours, um... Do you have like a two-story or is it more like kind of three-story type of homes? What's the, what's the kind of mix where you are?
1: So we live in one of the smaller homes and older homes personally. So we have like um, maybe three three five hundred 3,500 square foot um, uh, on 6,500 land. So it's small. We don't have a, we barely have a yard. Um, yeah. So that's where we live. Um, I think, there's a couple of the small bungalows left those are like 1500 square feet and then a lot of people have torn those down and built big like four four thousand five thousand square foot homes to get a yard you have to buy two lots which... mm-hmm.
0: if you're looking to move anywhere in the houston area don't forget we'd love to help you out give us a call or shoot us an email at dan at dhs it's not really in mind <laughs> so are you seeing a lot of that um, where people are buying up two lots and then building the bigger homes, or um... I
1: wouldn't say a lot because there's not much inventory. You know, unlike a suburb, you can't sprawl here. We're enclosed, so what what's here is what's here. You can never get more. Can't move out. You can't spread. So um, to be able to find two places on sale at the same time next to each other is just very rare. I mean, I think people want to do it, but right. it's just hard to come by.
0: Gotcha. Um, now you mentioned flooding. Does it? Do you guys flood, or is it just kind of get up to the to the, past the curbs, or or what's the flooding situation?
1: Um, there was flooding uh, near the school. The school didn't flood, but the streets flood. Um, gotcha. But it goes down quickly. And then where my personal house this um, has not ever flooded. Um, okay. It just goes up to the curb or a little little bit higher, just enough.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, and we've had, I mean, two once in a lifetime floods. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty good for, it's not bad. Um, makes, makes kind of getting in and out a little bit more difficult, right? But at least your, your home's not in danger. And they're but, not yeah. changing the building codes, right? Because in some places where you've gotta, you've gotta build the lots up. So you guys don't have that situation. Um,
1: no, I, I haven't seen anyone do an upbuild.
0: Gotcha. So we got cost. Um, Any other cons you would say?
1: Mm, That's the big one I can think of. I mean, I guess the other one is, well, that's all related to cost. I was going to say, well, there's not, I don't have a lot of yard space. Um, Nobody really does. Um, Unless, again, you're going to buy a yard. Um, And it is, I guess, kind of close to some areas that are, a rocker, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if that's really a con, though. I think that's just Houston in general. Um, yeah, I mean, just because, like, it's close to the freeway. And so all those gas stations by the freeway, um, people just they get the car stolen. They get mugged. Maybe. I, I don't think that there are those issues.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the convenience and the and the density, right, kind of leads to some other things, right, where you're going to get a lot of a lot of the people that are either kind of looking to maybe do some bad stuff. It's a little bit easier for them to do that. Um, I would say, you know, back to the kind of lack of yard space and kind of what you were talking about, kids being able to walk to school. And I was going to kind of say it's kind of it's got a, kind of a Mayberry feel, where the, the tree lined streets, right, and so and then you've got the park. So people tend to it's more a little bit more of a community because you've got people out, right? Instead of just kind of retreating to their backyards, um, yeah. it, it does seem that people are out more talking. You get to know your neighbors. Your kids are walking to school together. Um, so, you know, again, like you're saying, like there's the trade-off. Um, and so having all that convenience, you're going to tend to have to have some trade-off. So, um, the super convenience. I think, that you know, just to the kind of you put the bow on on the pro is being central, you're central to everything in Houston, you're central to a lot of different employment centers and such. So regardless if you're in medicine or not, it's kind of it's easy to get either to Greenway Plaza, Downtown, Med Center. I mean you've got you've got a ton of stuff going on there. So um one of the things we talked about a little bit earlier um, was some of the convenience of Houston, and that's why I want to get into some of this this travel stuff because I I love watching you online. Susan's always talking about you know well Sandy's going here, Sandy's going here, and I'm like oh that's so awesome. Like we want to be able to travel, but you you really you take it to you take it to the next level. Um, so let's start there a little so. You just recently got your citizenship um, for U.S., right? So let's just talk about that. You were kind of saying that Houston is maybe a good place um, for some of that. So, again, t- walk us through that on, and your citizenship and why you did it. Um, and then, again, Houston. Why is Houston good?
1: Um, okay, well, you know, um, I'm a Canadian, and, uh, but I've lived here a very long time. Um, and I just really didn't bother to do it. I don't, I don't know why. You know, and then, um, it's, so I just would always get my Canadian passport, which is only once every 10 years. So it's not that big of a hassle. Um, but then finally, you know, there's kind of a, some issues with estate things. Um, it just came to light by my financial people that it would be easier if I were a citizen. So I'm like, Oh, I got to do it. And I was looking online and it said, Oh, 18 months. I'm like, Oh my God, that's like super long. So I just sent an application. And then, you know, it was like three weeks later. I got all my appointments. I got my interview, and then I got my oath. And it was just—it was really fast. And like, I think that they have a huge department here, Um, immigration. Granted, I haven't applied to be a citizen in any other state, but I can't imagine it being as big as it is here. It's a huge, and like, there are tons of people like going through this. I think it's a super international city, and so they were set up to get this thing done fast so now next time i apply for my passport well i gotta apply for my u.s passport now but now i can do it at we do it at the library and they're like super nice and it's super easy um it takes like you know 30 minutes and they they like know what they're doing too um you know sometimes government things are are challenging with long lines and you know people not very nice but here they were at the library um it's just down the street you know like A mile away, you just go there, get it done. So, very convenient. Um, I feel like very good services, very set up for a community that they believe is very international.
0: So, you said that now a couple times, international. So, do you think that surprises people, um, or does it surprise people that you know or come visit you of how international Houston actually is?
1: I think so. It's very different from what people think of Texas
0: yeah.
1: And they often ask why, but I say one, the medical community is brings so much international presence, right. You know, and then, yep. and then the oil and gas industry too. So For sure. know, we just have two giant world, like worldly,
0: um, yeah. Type of this, yeah. Yeah. Industries. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think you nailed it. Um, oil and gas. When I was, when I was in oil and gas, and you would i traveled around the world and then all those people again come here so you get you know the the aussies and the brits um there's huge centers in there um or scots i guess but whole kind of united kingdom you get a a ton of travel from there and then you just get a lot of the, the technology centers that come here to kind of support those industries so it is massive it is absolutely massive um I always ask people, you know, kind of, what do you think would surprise people? And that's one of the things that they always say is that just how international it is, how diverse it is. Um, and I think that often surprises people. Um, but going back to the travel, where are some of the favorite places you've been? And and again, kind of comparing it back to Houston, you obviously live here. Um, you 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 like living here. Um, let's start there. What, what are some of the favorite places that you've been? Because... You've been a lot of places. It's cool. Oh,
1: so many. Well, um, maybe because we just went there, but it's definitely a top is Japan. Amazing trip. Um, what a great place to visit. Um, the What's better about Japan? Uh, they have great um, uh, public transportation. I think Houston, eh, they do not do a great job in that, that arena. They could. Perfect. Yeah. feel like it's, you know, potential is there. We have enough people that they would they could use it. But, yeah, Japan moves around like 50 million people. I don't know. I'm just making that up. It's, a, it's some massive number of people in Tokyo on yeah. these trains. Um, and it's incredibly clean and incredibly safe and very interesting. Um, we, we went all over the country from Tokyo to Hiroshima um, and, you know, do some city stuff, do some nature stuff. Uh, very kind people. Big language barrier. They don't speak a lot of English there, so we just kind of gestured, and <laughs> I
0: don't know. Yeah,
1: we, we got through it. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's definitely one of our tops. We spent two weeks there. Um, it's hot in the summer. Yeah,
0: last time I was in Japan, I just pointed to pictures on the menus because, like you're yeah. saying, like the the English thing. It's just like, and I really didn't know what I was pointing to. So I'm I'm pretty open on food. So I just I figured I'd I'd be okay. But That's what we're doing.
1: Uh, <laughs> we just, eat whatever we're like, I don't know what we just ate, but it was good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> exactly. Um, I, I'm glad you brought up the, the counterpoint, right? Cause public transport is probably one of the things now they're trying to do better, right? We've got the, um, you got the train that kind of runs through, um, you got Edo, you got it into the med center. Um, so they're, they are doing some, some stuff there. They've got the, the toll lanes that are opening up on the various freeways that's not public transport, that's just kind of ease of, ease of movement. Um, they've got some pretty good bus services. I was looking into that, like, the bus from West U, you've got tons of bus stops in West U um, that get you either downtown, Greenway Plaza, uh, I think it goes down to Reliant, um, or NRG, I guess, I'm still back in the old days, so kind of Reliant, but NRG, um, so you've got, uh, you've got some pretty good bus service there, but nothing like Japan, right? Um, what what would be the other place that you would kind of jumps to mind that you'd love to go back to?
1: Um, our second one would be Italy. Um, oh. I find everyone needs to be everyone needs to go to Rome in their life and kind of yes. see. Yeah, there was a whole other life in the past, I, just Rome, and then Florence is my favorite city, just to be mm-hmm. at. Just I
0: don't
1: know there.
0: The Colosseum, and, uh, like, you can look at the pictures, but it's nothing like when you go there, right? Like, when, you, when you're when you in the Colosseum and you're looking around, you're like, oh, wow, like, you would have never yeah. thought that that's what it was like in the pictures.
1: And no kidding. It's just, Everything's so much bigger than you imagined. And, uh, yeah. I just, yeah, everyone just needs to be there
0: one time. The other thing about Rome, too, is, is that's the counterpoint to public transport, right? Because... There's two subway lines in Rome. You, there's, it's hard to get around Rome.
1: It is for being such a, a bustling city, right? Yeah, we just walk a lot.
0: Yeah, like a long distance. Yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is. When did you go to Rome? Like, what part of the year did you go in Rome?
1: Both times in the summer.
0: Okay, so warm hot then. then. Yeah. But, yeah,
1: but that's okay. It's hot here. I guess that's another huge con. <laughs> but everybody Rush, knows. Very
0: very true. Yep, yeah.
1: is, is crazy hot. So it was not as hot. Nothing's not as true.
0: hot. And they're strict on getting a taxi too in Rome, right? You've got to get them at um, certain places. They can't just hail one on the side of the road. Um, at least from what I remember, it was, you know, it was it was a little bit more difficult just to be able to kind of get around. Yeah, we
1: met, we we never figured out the taxis. We did a lot of yeah. walking and um, rode the subways when we could.
0: And you do not want to put the kids on the motorbikes, right? No. Rent the motorbikes?
1: <laughs> we didn't. Exactly. We just a crazy. lot of walking. I mean, like, yeah. miles. It was fine. You know. Yeah. It's Italy.
0: What about Florence? So why, why is Florence your favorite? Tell me about that.
1: Uh, it's chic and beautiful, and the food is amazing, um, and the fashions, and... So it's my favorite. I wouldn't say it's right. the family's favorite. Gotcha. So shopping and food. It's like my favorite thing. So, And I feel like it's like the best there. Everyone's Does the family eyes. have a
0: favorite in Italy?
1: They really like Naples. Um, mm-hmm. Because there's pizza. <laughs> and I just think, I don't know, it's kind of an interesting, gritty city. A lot of graffiti. Um, they really liked it there. Um, and they love Rome. I, mean, who, yeah, I think that that's, they did like a gladiator class there.
0: Oh, that's fun. So,
1: yeah, it was super fun. Got dressed was up. Was that just the boys
0: or how long, how long was that class?
1: It was like just the whole afternoon one day.
0: And oh, we had a neat. Great
1: time. You know, you, dry, you put the little thing on.
0: Yeah. Of
1: we did a cooking class and food tours. So
0: it's really fun. Yeah, we didn't have any trouble, um, getting around there either. Um, I was going to say though, Susan listening to this episode, she's going to be like, this is why I want to go to Italy. Like, that's the one thing she's maybe promised is that I'm going to take her to Italy. Um, so hearing all of other, like the kid, it sounds like the perfect family thing too, because like you were hitting on the gladiator stuff, like the kids would love that. And then you can do the whole cooking class for the family or just adults, um, you know, almost all kids love pizza, right? So you're not going to have to worry about, and pasta. So you're not going to have to worry about the kids being right. being picky. Your kids aren't picky eaters, right? So in Japan, you probably, did you have an easy time in Japan eating? Because I can imagine how maybe some kids might be a little bit picky with some of that.
1: Right. They eat anything. They're just like, I, unfortunately, I have a kid with food allergies. So that's that's mm-hmm. a challenge. So we had to bring a little card around telling them. But luckily, they're not common food. So it was fine. Um, okay. But yeah, Japan. They they tried it all. They love noodles, and Japan does a lot of noodles.
0: Uh, noodles. So, okay.
1: Um, what else do they eat a lot of? Yeah, they do noodles. They love sushi. You know, they they eat
0: whatever. That makes it easy. Makes it easy when they're when they're open to different foods. Um, Italy. Where where else would you go? Um, what other so my, what other favorite place comes to mind?
1: My kids' favorite. Well, my one favorite. One of my kids' favorite was Costa Rica because he's a big nature guy, so we we did that. Um, saw animals, rainforest, so that was really his thing. Um, and then my other kid, he's he's my city guy, so he he was in, he loved London. That was his favorite. Gotcha. Um, and then another. We I mean, did the. Did you guys end up doing the Galactic Starship Cruiser ever? I thought you guys wanted to for Disney. That Star Wars. I don't think
0: we got experience. the Star Wars. Yeah, we got we got them on the yeah the Star Wars. Yeah,
1: the Star Wars experience where you like move in for three days into the hotel. So we did that. Oh. That was a, the other one of their favorite trips. Um, it
0: was where was that? Is that Orlando?
1: That's Orlando. It's it's gonna close oh. though. So unfortunately, no it can no. be done no more. We're gonna do it again. Um, oh, no. What else is like their favorite? And then we went to Barcelona this year too, which we did a Segway tour. and <laughs> They really like that.
0: That's a good age, yeah. Um, I think if we kind of tie it back to Houston, the another beautiful thing, right, is, is with the travel, it's easy for you, or easier, right, to travel out of Houston, right? Because you've got a lot of those flights that make it easy to get to a lot of those places, wouldn't you say?
1: That is true, because we can go to both sides, you know. I think the West Coast people go to the Asia, and then the East Coast, New York, it's easy to hop on to Europe. But we're central, yep. so we'll just, um, you know, there's direct flights that go to Japan. We didn't take it, but they they have them, and there's direct flights to Heathrow and and Shadaga, I think, um, which
0: makes it yeah. easy, definitely. Oh, it makes it so easy. I mean, I remember having to travel, and and you, yeah, I, I did take the flight to Japan. I used to take that. Um, when I, when I, we took Susan, or I took Susan to uh to Singapore, and we did the flight to Japan and because I was flying all the time, I had a bunch of points, so I booked us first class, and I, I, the main thing there was getting the Japanese meal. Like, I, I really kind of was annoying to the flight crew just because I wanted to make sure, because I always used to get the Japanese meal, because a lot of times they'd stick you with the, oh, well, he's an American, so they're gonna <laughs> stick him with the you know, the, the steak meal or whatever, that's what he'll want, and, and I was like just making sure that they didn't run out of the Japanese meal, so. um Anyway, I got that for Susan and I. I love that flight um, on United. Um, And then it's easy to get to to Europe, right? You can, you know, Paris is easy. Um, Belize, uh, uh, Costa Rica. There's just so many direct flights. And then uh, if you're just kind of flying around the States, you've got Southwest and you've got Hobby, and it's easy to get to Orlando. There's lots of flights over to Orlando. Um, That is so true. Yeah. So there's just a lot of things, you know, again, kind of just trying to wrap it back to Houston is Is if you like I think that's one of the reasons why um, You choose to live like you do right so you can travel so you've got Houston right you you work You've got your home. You probably could get a bigger home But you want to be able to have that opportunity and and basically take your kids everywhere Um, How is Barcelona? I want to, I, before it, I forget,
1: it's amazing. I fully recommend. We went during March. The weather is perfection. The people are amazing. Food's so good. It's cheap, actually. The hotels, the food, um, and we loved it. We did,
0: all kinds did of you tour stuff. any of the old Olympic um, facilities, or is that is that a thing? We anymore? did.
1: And we did a lot of. You know, we saw all the Gaudi work and. We even took like a mosaic class to learn how to do like little bits of that. Um,
0: the is the Gaudi one where like the buildings are melting? Is that, am I, or am I confusing He did some...
1: do one like that, but then his, his signature is the mosaic.
0: Okay. So,
1: uh, it, was, gotcha. uh, it was great. It was a great, wonderful city. So we, we loved it. Good food. How would you... We learned how to make paella.
0: Mmm. Do you like to cook at home?
1: I do not, and I don't. <laughs> <Okay>. Perfect. <laughs> so I, um, it, someone else cleans up for me. Like when we do these cooking classes, I'll do it, but we don't. We don't make it when we get home. It's just fun. I, I probably would like cooking. I just don't like cleaning and buying ingredients and getting my kitchen all messy and stuff like that. So
0: yeah. No, I, I was. I think you can get so much in Houston, um, as far as shopping, like you can, you can get to a lot of these places. Cause again, we've got the international, um, so much, so many international people, so many people represented from all these different countries. Um, a lot of times you can find markets to, to go buy a lot of these things. And then of course you have Amazon too. So that always, that always helps. <laughs> um, kind of wrapping up, what would you say, um, In your travels, right? um, Do you find yourself kind of saying, "Hey, Houston is kind of a good place, right?" Or, um, or are there places that you would say, "Man, I'd really like to live here someday," or, or you know, kind of do do you kind of get into that whole thing of like, "Hey, this is a great experience, love being here, this is fantastic," but like Houston's still home, right? Or I still appreciate this aspect of it. Do you find yourself doing that comparison sometimes
1: a little bit but probably not specifically to Houston um I think that it's specific more to to the U.S. in general the things that we like better when we travel um versus things here I think most places we go within the U.S. we find reason not to want to move there um So we haven't, I guess is sort of a good way to explain it. Now abroad is different. I find that there's lots of things that we love abroad, but it's just not real realistic to live there. And then there's so many places we want to go. So this is just like a good, a good stopping point. I see because like a home base, um, then to me is like super spectacular about it. But it's, like you said, very central. Like, even going to Costa Rica is a super easy flight. Um, Even Hawaii is not terrible. Like, you know, L.A. and then off to Hawaii. Um, So uh, we just, I think that we want to see so many things that it's easier to have a home base that's very central. Um, And it is still relatively affordable and easy, You know, you have a car, you can drive everywhere um, and drive to the airport, um, two airports that fly everywhere. So I think it it works for us. Um, Like I said, when we went to Japan, we're like, oh, look how clean it is and look how like um, the public transportation, it's so safe. No one steals anything there. Um, There's so much that's better, but then I think, I don't think you can live there. I think it's, it's a hard life yeah it's wonderful to visit and then we come back and we'll go somewhere else
0: <laughs> what about the states any kind of your favorite places in the states I, I like the way you said that right like um i think i feel the same way is when i travel abroad it's great um and i there's probably several places that i would like to live abroad um but in the states i can't really think of any place that i would probably live I, i've thought about living other places i've lived in many places i've thought about living other places but as it is now i can't imagine living in any place other than houston um in the states any places that you've been um that kind of speak to that or or you know hey i'd like to go back there or is it just like it's nice to visit
1: all in all it's nice to visit to the point where like somewhere like new york city i'm obsessed with new york city I feel like I could live there for three months, um, mm-hmm. but I don't think I can make a living there. I don't think I can make a life there um, and be able to afford all the travel because it's so expensive. So yeah. that's one. But I love New York. Um, I love California. The weather is amazing. Um, but also, you know, I left because I couldn't make a living. And then <clears throat> we we pretty much, because of, you know, with the things that we like and believe in and the way our family looks, we kind of have, we generally can only imagine staying coastally. I, we just, we it has to be diverse. That's yeah. a, a priority. It has to be diverse. We can't go to a community that's very homogenous. The kids are not homogenous. We wouldn't fit in. Right. So, you know, that, that takes out like a lot of the country um, in the middle. Yeah. I guess you could say so it just has to be diverse basically. And it has to have big city amenities like museums and, you know, just like a worldly experience. So we, we won't do a small town in a small, like
0: you know, yeah.
1: very populated state with not much diversity. So
0: I don't know. No, I think, yeah, just a lot of places. Say that again.
1: That, that, I think that keeps us, you know, within sort of the bigger cities, um, More coastal, I guess.
0: Yeah, which which limits it even more, right? I mean, you know, you talk about affordability. Houston, it still shocks me, and I I think people are figuring this out. The affordability, you know, when they kind of rank it across all those cities, um, Houston is still just slightly above average um, compared to, um, if you compare it to the other big cities, which are super expensive, New York, L.A., Chicago. um, I mean, those cities are are extremely expensive to live, right? Not just from a housing perspective, but just from an overall everyday cost of living, commuting, energy, food. Um, Where Houston, you know, kind of all the things that you're talking about, you have that kind of international feel, um, very affordable, um, very diverse. It's, uh, anyway, I, I, I was it was it's just good hearing somebody else that's that's traveled as much and it, there's a lot of good things about Houston that I just don't think people realize um, anyway so that's why I kind of why we're doing this is just talk about Houston and give people a sense of some of the things that they might not know about but um, anything else um, I always we already kind of talked about what what might surprise people about Houston anything else um, either about the neighborhood or about Houston that you kind of want to leave us with
1: I think. You know we like it i think that's a that's a good way to talk about houston we like it 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 gives us a lot of opportunity and um you know, we'll see um i'm like you like now i imagine living in florence um but i don't know how that i'd make a living so <laughs>
0: <laughs> i've got, I got a you. i got a great set of photos um we stayed up one night all night um if I'm remembering this, Florence has got the the Duomo, right? If I remember that correctly. Um, Mm -hmm. I've got a, I've got a set of photos, you know, early in the night, I got a picture of the moon going over the Duomo. And then as I'm realizing I'm staying up literally all night, I have a, I've got like a series of four or five photos that's tracking the moon going over the Duomo um, at the, at the various times until six o'clock in the morning or whatever it is when we finally decided that we probably should try to get an hour of sleep or or, or so but um i was that's a favorite set of photos of mine just kind of tracking so. the moon over the duomo so um it's a neat city italy now you got me all I, on my board um one of the things is 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 taking susan to italy that's one of the the top top goals in the next it. few years so, exactly. got to take her. I absolutely agree with you. So, oh, um
1: our next our next just, you know, this is one I guess just cuz I'm excited cuz I just booked it. Our next uh destination will be the Galapagos Islands. So, oh. I think that'll be quite amazing and nice and accessible from Houston. Just it's a, just a trip to Quito and then from there to the Galapagos. I mean, how exotic is that to that it's so easy to get to from here. So, again, that's amazing. I think it's best thing. It's just I'm jealous I,
0: I've never been to South America that's that's um and that would be number one on my list um is, is probably like um Brazil Argentina um but number one on Susan's list is Italy so we are going to be doing Italy first I, I just <laughs> that's <laughs> I owe her that um anyway thank you so much it was really really good talk with you um I'm um, I'm sure people got a lot out of it, um, just hearing a different perspective um, on kind of where we live. So for everybody tuning in, uh, next time we'll be talking about another great area of Houston, another great neighborhood. So looking forward to seeing y'all. Thank you so much, Dr. Rigby, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us on the Prescription for Living in Houston podcast. We've had a wonderful time discussing what it's like to work, eat, sleep, and play right here in the heart of Texas if you're considering a move to houston or within houston we're here to guide and assist you don't hesitate to reach out with a call or an email at dan at dhsrealtygroup.com and remember the charm of houston lies in its diverse neighborhoods so make sure to tune in next week where we'll be exploring another vibrant neighborhood in houston offering insights into its unique lifestyle and opportunities until then stay safe and keep envisioning your perfect houston living experience Goodbye for now, and we'll catch you in our next episode.